Hello, and welcome to the Cash News Podcast, informative conversations about all things currency and cash. We'll share insights on the issues affecting the world of cash today, like cash security, payments technology, and the cash supply chain. Your hosts, Tom Meehan and Sean Ferrari, hope to inform industry professionals and support better cash security and management by sharing the latest information on trends, strategies, and technology. This is the Cash News Podcast. Now, here's Tom and Sean. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Cash News Podcast. I'm Tom Meehan, and I'm joined by my esteemed host, co-host, Sean Ferrari. We're going to do a quick episode today. It's going to be, in case you missed it, this would be technically episode number eight. So we're going to spend seven minutes to go over our first seven episodes. Sean, what do you got going on? Hey, everybody. Thanks for joining us on this July 4th week edition recording here. Thanks for sticking with us the past eight weeks. We've covered a lot of content. Looking forward to the recap. Go Nats this week um, for a little bit of of sports fun. I uh, also just want to plug an event we've got coming up at Currency Research next week on the 21st of July. It's a webinar hosted on LinkedIn Live. So take a look out for that. Uh, We got folks from the Fed, the ECB, Banknote Industry News, Walmart, all coming on to talk about uh, what's going on with cash and where it's headed. And we'd love to hear you there. And Tom and I will recap that at a future episode as well. So enjoy the, the recap. This is the Cash News Recap, Episode 1. Globally, there was kind of this what to do with money, right? Like money is dirty and it kind of goes back to that old anthem. And even though there was a lot of scientific data that supported it, it changed the way the consumer shopped globally. There are multiple things to provide that cash usage is not down. It was actually up. And, you know, that could be some of that risk, pull all my money out of the bank and put it under the mattress piece for sure. But I know that in February and March, when this really occurred, there was this concern of whatever he was going to do and this huge spike, almost unimaginable spike of money moving out of banks. And then there was this lull. And then it, it kind of went back to the peak. And you know, certainly the coin shortage, and I, 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 when I say coin shortage, I always want to say, is it really a coin shortage? Or is it more of the way we're moving money? And we're still seeing and, and hearing consumer behavior changing related to cash. And now it's this really odd kind of swing one way or another, where some folks went digital because they were afraid of germs. And other folks went all cash because they were saying like, no, I want to hold on to my money. I want to count it. I want to know where it is. This is the Cash News Recap, Episode 2. Going to contactless is a no-brainer. If you're a retailer and don't have the ability to collect a contact, you're missing out, right? You're losing it. But you now have a whole different risk portfolio to deal with. You have a whole new fraud portfolio to deal with. You have a whole new customer perception to deal with. It's about the evolution. You made the point of like, you have to think about all the things that come with it. How am I going to handle my cash today? What does it mean for my cash? Am I going to allow a contactless payment? Am I going to turn into an ATM? Or, you know, do I realize the implications of being able to take a digital payment to give out? And everybody says, at sort of like, oh yeah, we take debit cards. We know about giving cash back, but do you realize the risk portfolio with contactless payment? And one of the biggest changes today is a year ago, all of the contactless payment people were were really pushing to get the, into the stores, into retailers. They were incentivizing, you know, zero fraud for the retailer. Now the te- the pendulum swung the other way because the now the consumer has the attention. So now the risk is dramatically different. The pendulum swung. Now the risk goes back to the retailer. Not it's off the consumer. It's off the payment provider. So there's so many different things that go into play. This is the Cash News Recap, 
Episode three. A lot of cases, these electronic payments, and we've talked about this too, are replacing checks, even more so than cash in some cases. And same sort of fraud can occur, right? You balance your checkbook at the end of the month, or a lot of people do. People can easily forge account numbers on checks or take your account numbers on checks and use them and and defraud you. The only way you catch that is by checking your account statement at the end of the month, at least with some of these apps. You, at least the ones I'm using with the, the Venmos and the Zells and that sort of thing, you do typically, I think every time, get an email from your bank that says $40 was you know withdrawn, blah, blah, blah. You, there is this email chain. Now, I'm sure those can be, I don't know, hacked or, or what have you. But if you've got that notification set up, you can at least, yes, somebody can go in and take some money, but you'll, in theory, be notified of it um, pretty quickly. But then it's on you as the consumer to do something. But there's this kind of awareness. I think the other one is, you know, I just don't make a habit of storing money in the virtual wallet, if you will, of them, right? Whether it's coming from a credit card or from a bank account, if I get any sizable balance um, sitting in a, in a Venmo account or whatever, I tend to transfer that and push it back to a bank account. This is the Cash News Recap, episode four. We wanted to talk about the coin shortage debacle. I don't know what, <laughs> what, what to call it, but what are your thoughts? <laughs> I mean, I think before, if we have any listeners from the Fed, we'll be clear to say it's not a shortage nor debacle, but we will say it is an issue. It's the get coin moving task force and, and that they've set up. I think, you know, it bubbled up again this week. It was a pandemic related issue. The coin issue kind of popped up First, it may have been a little bit of a supply issue, just in the sense that the the men had to slow down initially as they kind of adjusted to the COVID scenario. But it's really not a supply issue. It's just a circulation issue of coin. And it, it hasn't really resolved yet. There's been a lot of work that has gone on working with some of the larger retailers and some banks and CITs around the country trying to incent people to bring coin to whether it's to retailers and then retailers to banks and banks to, to the CIT and the CITs to the Fed. Um, It's this kind of channel, right, that has to kind of move all along. And, And really, as folks got out less during the pandemic, there was less cash usage. And if you're using less cash, you're using less coin. So as all that's gone on and and workforces have been stretched thin at various places all throughout that channel, you know, there's just been less handling and flow of coin. This is the Cash News Recap. Episode five. We're trying to get the cash off the streets, right? Our goal or our mission was to build the world's most powerful cloud-based innovative finance tool for really sustainable high growth industries like cannabis. But what's happened is, Sean, have you actually brought in other industries that other banks are interested in, but maybe all the banks are not? Say, for instance, autonomous vehicles or hydrogen powered trucks or solar power walls. Those are industries I never would have thought we would have been in or been in now, but in 2021, Those industries have come to us because we've had some really strong partners that have brought them to us that have said, boy, these guys are having a hard time getting banked too. Now that blew me away. I mean, I totally understand the cannabis side because federally illegal and it's very difficult for the banks to be able to be involved. But we've cobbled together a group of these banks where we help aggregate what may be Sean's need for a building uplift. You want to go buy a building, get the mortgage done, and you have four or five investors and you want to just go buy a building in, say, California. You can't do that without one of the banks we're working with because all the rest of the banks will just tell you no. And so Paisal was able to kind of aggregate the banks together, make a strategic back end, like forwarding to all the right banks, and we make the banks compete. This is the Cash News Recap. Episode six. The space is incredibly complex now and incredibly innovative and creative, more so than it was like a year and a half ago or two years ago. Like two years ago, you you explained to somebody what blockchain is and things like that. And they 
that you can explain it to them. Now you explain DeFi and, and all of the new stuff that's coming out, the layer two and all that. And you explain that to a blockchain person and they don't understand it because it's gotten very, very complex. And the speed of innovation is very, very significant now, like kind of very short cycles of innovation. Um, and I think we're going to continue to see that. And I think we'll see a lot of these problems solved in the next five, 10 years. The blockchain is the future. It's just the current incarnation is not ideal. And I think we will see subsequent incarnations. I don't know exactly when, which are going to solve a lot of these problems. And it's going through the pain that we're going through now with energy consumptions that are kicking down the doors to be able to get us to the next stage. This is the Cash News Recap. Episode seven. Today is a micro episode. We're going to be really short just to give a quick update. Our commitment to you is to continuously publish every other week with a mix of guests, live events, and just Sean and I kind of talking about current events. There are a lot of things going on in the world around cash and currency and payments right now. So yesterday on our live taping, uh, we talked all about digital currency and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. So our commitment stays the same that we're going to continuously try to bring the current events out there. I think in the upcoming weeks, we'll talk about HSBC's uh, retail exit, what that means for banking, what it doesn't mean for banking, and get some folks on that know a little bit more about it. Thanks for listening to the Cash News Podcast. We hope you found this episode insightful. Don't forget to like and review us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Follow us on LinkedIn and Twitter, and be sure to visit us at thecashnews.com to stay up to date with the latest on the world of cash. Thanks again for listening to the Cash News Podcast.